Welcome back to this week's episode of Grief with Grace. This episode, let's see, I'm recording it over the weekend, but it'll be released on Tuesday, January 31st. So we've already come to the end of the first month of 2023. And I don't know about you, but that leaves me kind of shaking my head a little bit. And in today's episode, I wanted to look ahead to the energies of the first part of February um, that can really help us on our healing journeys. So let's see what's coming up that can support us not only as we move into February of 2023, but really this will apply anytime that you come upon this episode because all of these energies are always available to us. It's just a matter of how intense they are at certain times versus other times. So let's get into it. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that, I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual, each week my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. Of course, February is often thought of as the month of love since Valentine's Day is on February 14th. And I have to say, here in the United States anyway, they had Valentine's Day cards out in the stores the day after Christmas. It didn't used to be that way. When I was growing up, Christmas advertising didn't start until the day after Thanksgiving. And Valentine's Day advertising didn't start until sometime in January. We used to have space between the holidays and events. Jumping from one holiday or thing to another has really, it's exhausted and overwhelmed and burned us out. We need space in our lives and we need space within ourselves. But modern society doesn't encourage or typically even allow for that. So it's incumbent upon us to cultivate that in our lives ourselves. But how do we do that? How do we make space in our lives? And what does that even mean? What does that look like? Well, I can tell you that it starts with opening our hearts. Most people, I would say everyone on the planet, is carrying around some kind of wounding and trauma, both from this life and from past lives. And it causes our hearts to close. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with us. It's it's natural to close off our hearts as a way of self-protection. Think about when, when you get hurt, you kind of crunch your shoulders forward as a way of protecting yourself. Um, but the question that you need to ask yourself is, when am I allowing self-protection to become self-harm? Now, what comes up for you when I ask that question? Do you want to push back against it? Argue that, oh, I don't do that. Maybe you don't even know what that looks like. It can look many different ways. Um, it can look like denying or ignoring our emotions, believing that you're doing just fine. That's one of mine. 
overworking. That's another one of mine. Overeating, self-medicating in one way or another to avoid the pain, the trauma, the emotions, the memories. Closing yourself off from people you previously enjoyed being with. Closing yourself off from things you previously enjoyed doing. So I really invite you to spend some time this week and journal on all of that. Get, you know, go back and listen to those questions again and get really honest and vulnerable with yourself and ask yourself, how do I self-protect and how has that become self-harm? In doing any of the things that I used as examples, what has that led to in your life? So the reason, one reason I wanted to talk about this is because next Sunday, February 5th, we have the full moon in Leo. Now, of course, Leo is represented by the lion, Leo the lion-hearted, Right. In astrology, Leo is represented or ruled by the sun. So it's the sun sign. The energies and qualities of Leo, the higher octaves, the healthier um, expressions of Leo are things like courage, creativity, charisma, loyalty, and being warm-hearted. Leo is a fire sign. So it's very playful. It's very expressive. Think about, think about fire, how it's unpredictable, but it's very, um, it can, it's, it dances and it's very expressive, right? Also remember the full moon is always about shining a light on things, shining a light in the dark places that we don't usually want to look at, but that's where we find the places that need to be healed. But to be able to do that, we have to look at them. We have to recognize them. We have to become aware of them. We have to acknowledge them. We have to learn to live in harmony with them instead of pushing them away, putting them in a corner and ignoring them. So another question to ask yourself is, where have you denied those energies in your life? Those energies that I just talked about with Leo, the higher expressions of them. What areas of life are lacking things like courage and playfulness? and warm-heartedness. Now, with everything, there's a higher expression and a lower expression. So one Leo trait that can often be looked at as a lower expression, but it's actually perfect for this conversation and necessary, it's being self-centered. Now, when I say that, I don't mean being self-centered in an egoic, oh, you know, the heck with everybody and everything else kind of way. I mean self-centered in a self-loving, self-compassionate way. Okay. Now, as you do this reflection and releasing over the next week, watch out for some of the lower level energies of Leo, things like being controlling or domineering, dramatic. Leo loves to be dramatic. A lot of people in the entertainment industry are Leo sons. Okay. Um, Being too much in your ego, sort of believing that you're right and everyone else is wrong. And this isn't just true of people with Leo sons. It's also true of people with a lot of placements in Leo or um, some really critical placements in Leo. And those are just some of the ways that Leo can behave when it's in its lower expression. But the beauty of the full moon in Leo is that the sun is shining on the moon and Leo loves to be seen. So embrace that. Let yourself shine and and then be playful and curious and big hearted, both toward yourself and others. Compassion is such a big piece of this with Leo. Compassion toward yourself and compassion toward others. And then ask yourself, where can you bring more joy into your life? Now, there's something else that 
I just thought of that I want to remember to talk about with this full moon. The moon will be at a square with the planet Uranus. Now, I'm not going to explain what that means, except to say that a square between planets or the moon and the sun are not considered planets per se. They're considered luminaries, but any of the cosmic bodies, a square creates conflict or tension between those two opposing cosmic bodies. Okay. Uranus is the planet of awakening and the awakening usually comes through chaos and instability and things like that. It can be volatile. Volatile volatile is a good word to explain or describe the awakening that Uranus brings to our lives. So this full moon might shine a light on what is no longer stable in your life and is ready to be released. So if things start to bubble up that feel uncomfortable and, and, you know, are just kind of dramatic and volatile and chaotic, look at that and see if it's guiding you towards something in your life, something, someone, a relationship, a anything, a belief that is ready to be released from your life. But here's the biggest question I want you to ask yourself. Since this full moon is in Leo and Leo at its highest expression is about the heart, how can you love yourself more? How can you show yourself more self-love? February is the month of love, including self-love. So what can you do to be more loving toward yourself? I, I want to keep this um, episode a little bit shorter because it's packed full of really good um, insights and questions that I want you to really reflect on, really journal on, spend some quiet time. Let Leo, uh, the full moon in Leo, shine its light on these things and let them bubble up to the surface. We're in the energies of the full moon. The full moon happens on Sunday. So, you know, from about Thursday of this week through Tuesday, Wednesday of next week, you know, a couple days before, a couple days after. Um, but I would love for you to share on social media or by email. What can, what comes up for you in your journaling around the questions that I offered in this episode? They're very deep. They're very powerful questions. I will be asking myself these questions. And especially that last question about how can you love yourself more? It is such an important question to reflect on as we are still in the energies of this new year, the beginning of a brand new year. How can you be more loving toward yourself throughout the rest of 2023? If you can build on each month, what that does is when you can be more loving toward yourself, it it opens up your capacity to be more loving toward other people. And usually we tend to put other people before ourselves, but if we are not nourishing and nurturing ourselves first and and cultivating self-love within ourselves first, then what we have to give to other people is compromised. It's, it's almost like this pretty shell, this pretty package, but there's nothing inside because we're depleted. That's why this is so important. And Leo is so much about the self. So use the positive expressions of Leo to do this self-reflection work and to really get in tune with yourself and where you can up-level your self-love. And I'm going to be talking about this more um, in a couple of episodes because there are some other things I want to say about it, but I don't want this episode to become too long. 
So I'll leave it at that. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have for you this week. So as always, until next time, I am sending you so much love, light, beauty, and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.